I'll invite you to stand together, if you will, as we share a portion of God's Word. Our, today's text is printed in your bulletin, and we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 8, verses 28 through 34. Let's read together. When Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake in the country of the Gadarenes, two men who were demon-possessed came from among the tombs to meet him. They were so violent that nobody would travel on that road. They cried out, What are you going to do with us, Son of God? Have you come to torture us before the time of judgment? Far off in the distance, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons pleaded with him, If you throw us out, send us into the herd of pigs. Then he said to the demons, Go away. And they came out and went into the pigs. The whole herd rushed down the cliff into the lake and drowned. Those who tended the pigs ran into the city and told everyone what had happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the whole city came out and met Jesus. When they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. This is the word of God. Amen. Thanks be to God. If I didn't know any better, I would think that this reading is a scene out of a recent episode of The Walking Dead that could have been filmed right down the street. I mean, you think about it. These two men, these zombie-looking-like guys who are demon-possessed, every so often would come walking out of the tombs where they live and they would terrorize the town. Little children couldn't go out to play. Whenever they were out, people who were out on the street would see them, they'd turn and go the other way. One day, Jesus and his disciples, they'd been out on a trip on the boat and they docked next, in, next to this little town. And so Jesus is walking down the street. And he comes up on these two demon-possessed, zombie-looking look, kind of guys. And a confrontation ensues. Now, Jesus is 100% pure, holy. He is God himself. And just his presence causes those demons to, to go into panic mode. And so they speak from these two men, and they say, Jesus, Son of God, what are you going to do with us? Now, they must have been smart demons because they knew that Jesus wasn't going to just let them be. And so they say to him, if you're going to throw us out, at least throw us into that herd of pigs over there. And so Jesus spoke the word, calls the demons out, they make their way into the pigs. Now, pigs, I think, probably most of the time are relatively calm animals, but when they become demon-possessed, they go kind of berserk. And so they act, start acting kind of strange, and they run off in the other direction, and they leap over the cliff. I guess they hadn't heard the axiom that pigs can't fly. Maybe they thought they could. So they go flying over the cliff into the air, they plummet down into the lake below, splat, they hit the surface, and they drown. 
Now, the men tending the pigs, they don't have anything to do now because they don't have any pigs to tend to. And so they go into town and they tell everybody what's just happened. They tell everybody how Jesus has miraculously healed these two demon-possessed guys. Now they're normal, they're healthy, and that the, the, whole, the, the demons were put into the pigs and the, the pigs ran over the cliff. And when they heard this, the town people all came to meet Jesus. Now, this is where the story takes kind of an unusual twist as though it's not already pretty unusual. Jesus has just healed these two men. He has just removed the threat to their community. He has demonstrated his power over evil spirits. It's now... The town is safe. Now the children can play without worry. And the people come to meet Jesus. Now you would think that having everything Jesus had done, you would think that they would cheer him on. They'd give him the keys to the city. They would welcome him into town and they'd invite him to stay. But that's not what happened. Look back at verse 34. The last verse there. The whole city came out and met Jesus. When they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. What? Why in the world would they ask him to leave? I think I know the reason. God's power is not always welcome. God's cleansing of evil spirits and highlighting of sin is not always appreciated. And in spite of everything that Jesus had had just done, removing the evil spirits, restoring peace to their community, Keeping their pigs mattered more than anything else. And now their pigs were gone. Here's why they ran him out of town. Maintaining the life they had was more important to them than discovering the life Jesus was wanting to give them. Think about it. Jesus brought his power. He brought truth. He brought the the possibility of positive influence on the lives of people. But keeping Jesus around was going to challenge their comfortable, predictable, status quo life. And so what do they do? They told him to leave. I know, that sounds crazy. But how many times do we do the same? How many times do we 
until Jesus to leave. Because maintaining the life we have and the life we know is more important than discovering the life that he wants to give us. Think about it. Jesus has the ability to move into a person's life and heal that person's marriage which is broken and divided and in turmoil. And Jesus, if allowed to stick around long enough, can remove the evil spirit of adultery or anger or animosity that has divided those two and can restore love for that spouse that has grown sour. He can do that. And we know that, which is precisely why sometimes we tell him to leave before he has a chance to accomplish his work. We choose the pigs of dysfunction in a marriage over his power to bring healing to it. Do you know why there are people? People of faith. who will not pray for their marriage to be healed. And they're not, they don't, they're not going to pray for their marriage to be healed because they know that such a prayer could actually result in the marriage being healed and at a deeper level. That's not really what they want. By the way, I'm going to give a plug for a movie. If you haven't seen War Room, go see it great film about the power of prayer. Jesus can remove the evil spirit of racial bigotry and prejudice if he is allowed to stick around in a person's heart and life for any significant length of time. We know that. That's why sometimes we send him packing because... We prefer our pigs of prejudice over his cleansing of evil and bringing peace among people. I was watching for like the 1,000th time this week the video that you've probably seen. A group of protesters, believe it or not, the day after the shooting and killing of the innocent sheriff's deputy in Texas. And they're walking down the street chanting, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. An obvious mockery of police officers. And then several weeks ago, a similar group going through the streets of Baltimore Shouting, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them? Now. And the other day as I was watching that yet again, I, I thought to myself, I wonder how many of those young people, both black and white, how, how many of those folks chanting 
that chant. I wonder how many of them are in church. I wonder how many of them are making a place for Christ in their heart and in their life. I would suspect not a whole lot. Because, you see, if, if they knew, if, if Jesus were allowed into their heart and in their life, they would express themselves far differently than the way they were doing. Jesus, if allowed to stick around, changes a person's priorities about what is most important in life. And Jesus begins to help reveal to people that what matters most is not money and things and stuff, but it's people, it's relationships, it's God. And a lot of us know that. So that's why we send him away. We tell him to leave before his influence takes too great a root in our lives, we prefer our pigs of prosperity over anything else. So we run him out of town. Jesus can remove the demon of alcoholism and addiction that seeks to ruin a person's life. But, believe it or not, some actually prefer the bondage of addiction to the freedom and wholeness in Christ. And so they send him away, preferring the the pigs of addiction over the peace of sobriety. When Jesus walked into that town, he went to work casting out whatever brought chaos and division and evil and fear and brokenness into the lives of people. That's what Jesus does everywhere he goes. Crazy as it may sound, they ran him out of town. Crazy as it may sound, we keep doing the same thing too. There were two whose lives were radically changed that day. It's the two demon-possessed men who were set free. And while everybody else was worrying about and being upset about the pigs being gone, they were celebrating a brand new life. Because they recognized and claimed the power of what Christ had just done in their life. We don't have any proof of this, but I would be very surprised if those two went back to the tombs and started living there again. You don't keep living the same way when you've experienced the power of Christ. 
this morning, Jesus came walking into this town. When you were coming through those doors a moment ago, Jesus came through those doors into this room as well. And he is here. And he is ready to take on any evil spirit, any brokenness, any addiction, any illness, any wrong attitude, any demons that might have you. And free you from its control. Some of us will welcome him and his power. Some of us will send him away. Because holding on to our pigs, our life as we know it, is more important to us than being changed by his power. Choose wisely.